you are listening to Oh This Podcast on the Live 9 Podcast Network. This show may contain colorful language and topics. If you are sensitive to this, please be advised. Now on to the show. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Oh This Podcast. It is a weekly conversation of highly devolved, evolved, and unevolved conversation. <laughs> Some might say that's a trap, <laughs> and that's one hundred percent what we're going to be going with today. Steve, welcome. Thanks. You're here. You came I'm here. You flew in from this. Like you took a galactic star destroyer. <laughs> um, you I know, did. I, I got my transport uh, into this system, and I am uh, present here in front of you. You did the Kessel Run in a five parsecs. I did not. You, I no, did not. Nope. 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 Well, everybody, thank you for joining us for another edition of all this podcast. It is our thirty eighth episode. We will be talking about some amazing stuff, and in honor of our thirty eighth episode, it is going to be our Han Solo on the Smugglers uh, softball team. Uh, <laughs> uh, Number 38 there. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Whatever. None of this matters anyway. None of this matters. We'll, we'll do this in Spanish tomorrow. <laughs> but Steve, thank you for being here. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about the show if they don't know it? Yes, if you do not already know uh, and you're finding out about this show by happenstance or whatever the case may be, uh, you can check us out at ohthispodcast.com. Uh, we've got all of our episodes and random musings on the interwebs there. Uh, you can subscribe to uh, the show on your uh, preferred uh, po- uh, podcast mediums. Uh, we also uh, got the show page up on Facebook. If you'd like to like that, uh, you can see more of our internet musings. Uh, we're also on Twitter. And uh, yeah, then outside of that, uh, if you do want to uh, support the show, we've got uh, plenty of ways for you can do that uh, for you to do that up. If you want to check that out on ohthispodcast.com, uh, we got shopping through Amazon. We've got Fandango, which would be very lovely choice if you're heading out this uh, weekend to uh, perhaps dun, go dun, see dun, the Last dun, Jedi. Dun, dun, uh, it would be dun, a very dun, dun. Uh, a, a nice way to not only help us but help you. Help us help you. So yeah, like scratch our back, scratch your back, scratch somebody scratch, else's uh, back. Just scratch everyone's backs. Yes. I mean, uh, I mean, just do it with permission, of course. Yes, we don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah, no <laughs> trouble here, none, none whatsoever. But Steve, I think you alluded to it a little bit. We're gonna take and be talking about Star Wars and stuff like that. We but, did. You know, as one might wonder on Tatooine, when you take and go and you're taking and drinking your blue milk. Uh, <laughs> What is our fine beer of the week for this week? Well, our our beer of the week, if we were to mosey our way into uh, the Mosey's Isley uh, Cantina, uh, you'd, we're going to be drinking the uh, fantastic Rue de Floyd, uh, which is an imperial porter working in the puns. Dum, 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 dum. So we've God, got a, so this is a uh, imperial porter uh, aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla and tart cherries. And this is a collaboration between uh th- it's it's a nice it's a it, i think this beer actually represents the podcast really well because it's an amalgamation of midwest and west coast because it's three floyds on one end and then the brewery from southern california coming together to mm-hmm. make this wonderful beverage absolutely um so yeah like i said it's an imperial porter um and it 
is about 13.5% alcohol for this year's edition. Uh, they do a collaboration each year where they put the, put together this uh, this beer. So uh, this year's version came out at 13.5%. And it is a really a tasty, a tasty treat, if I do say so myself. So as can be imagined, it's a porter. It pours pretty much uh, pitch black. Uh, it does have a little bit of a, a tan uh, head on it, but uh, not not really pervasive or anything like that. It's just kind of there for the noticing. Um, but you get a lot of like uh, chocolate and coffee flavor up front, um, just from the malts and everything. And then you get a little bit of the caramel and bourbon from uh, you know the barrel aging uh, process. And then at the end of this thing, it, I mean, it's literally like it, it's tasting like you have a cherry on top. Like it has a very strong. Uh, cherry uh, taste and aroma to it um, as it uh, as it finishes. So it's a, it's a really interesting beer. It's almost like the the tartness is starting to like this bottle I've had since early January. So the tartness is starting to come out a little bit more with the cherries, which is kind of nice. It's balancing things out a little bit more. Um, so yeah, Rate Beer's got this at a hundred out of a hundred, of course. Uh, beer Advocate rates it at four point four four, and the uh, Untapped Community's got it at four point three six out of five. What's our Steve rating? Steve rating. I'm going to give this one a four and a half. Nice. Very, very cool. The cherries make it good. I do like uh, cherries go really well in porters and stouts um, just because it kind of complements a lot of the flavors that a lot of the chocolate flavors that you get. It feels like an ice cream sundae kind of thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a well, well placed. And I mean, two world-class breweries here with the brewery and, uh, uh, three Floyds. Obviously, we've we've chronicled many Three Floyds beers on the show. Uh, the brewery, uh, we've got plenty in the uh, brewery catalog to get into, uh, but we'll save those for some perhaps weekend recordings because their beers tend to be typically high ABV, and uh, you don't want to drive home on after a show on a, on a weeknight uh, after drinking. One Unless of those. you're going to mow the lawn. Uh, no, no, well, probably but, not. Probably uh, not. It, if let's just put it this way: if you drank some of their the brewery's beers and then attempted to mow the lawn, you would either harm yourself or if you perhaps if you owned a landscaping business, you'd probably be fired because you would be very crooked. Yeah, that sounds about right. Crooked landscaping, <laughs> best Led Zeppelin song, sounding song that Led Zeppelin <laughs> ever made. Outside of outside of the stroke, right? <laughs> That's outside of the stroke. Yeah. But yes, so that is the uh, the beer of the week for this week. Uh, th- so again, it's uh, Rue de Floyd, and it's uh, the 2017 edition uh, uh, Imperial Porter aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla and cherries. Now, are people going to be able to find this? Is this going to be a tough one? It's a relatively tough one to get. Um, it, especially at this point, uh, because it was released back in January. Um, it, they sell it from the, you know, the, you can get it at the brewery or at the brewery store.com. Um, and three Floyd's sold it as well in their, uh, bottle shop. Uh, you may be able to find it on tap here and there, but it's not a, uh, in generally a, a wide release beer. Uh, it's, it's pretty much, you can find it in, in hot spots in the Midwest and you can find it in hot spots on the West coast. Um, just because of the geography of the breweries. Yeah. So seek it out if you try to, but no, it might be a little bit more expensive than, you know, PBR. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it would be up there for a bottle. It comes in a, a about a twenty-five ounce bottle, so it's a shareable beer. I mean, we we split this bottle straight down the middle, so yeah, full pours too. Yep. So, what are we talking about? Like we th- we have to celebrate well, the Jedi. We do. And also, like, um, so this week, uh, I mean, we're gonna pretty much go uh, hot topics, uh, the the burning questions of our uh, Star Wars fandom, because I mean, I think at heart just about everyone's a fan of star wars like it's you'd be hard pressed to find someone who's who's like oh i fucking hate star wars and then on top of it like i feel like 
seventy percent of the people who say they hate Star Wars are just saying it because every it's cool it's, to yeah, say just, that just to be contrarian. Um, because there's really nothing not to like. I mean, uh, it's George Lucas. Uh, George Lucas isn't great, but the I mean, the movies stand well beyond what George Lucas is capable of doing. Um, so let's start this thing off, Patrick. I've got a just kind of a uh, a synopsis, if you will. Okay, first oh. off, before we go into it. Oh, you want to cut me off? All I right. want to cut you off just because. I'm going to let you finish. Well, I'm going to let you finish. Uh, Beyonce should have won. <laughs> no. Um, we are not going to have any Last Jedi uh, spoilers no. in this episode. Yeah, that's so very. I just want to take and say that because we haven't seen it, but we're just. No. If well, it doesn't come. My, I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday. It comes out tomorrow. Well, yeah, yeah, but if there happens to be any magical coincidence of soothsaying that we've come to like figure <laughs> this out. I just want people to know that like we didn't write it, we're not doing there. Our fan fiction of the melding of Top we, Gun Two. I and think we Star missed a, a very golden opportunity to say that like Billy Squire worked a song into the soundtrack of Star Wars. Yeah, we did, <laughs> we did. So I just wanted to put that out before. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. I I, I glazed over that fine point. Continue. Um, so getting back to it, uh, just kind of uh, a general synopsis of uh, overall fandom here. Some, like I said, some burning questions, some uh, thought experiments, uh, free association, if you will, uh, about uh, Star Tuberculosis. Wars. Tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, that's what I think of. <laughs> but uh, so I, I got to thinking because it's like every every time one of the newer films comes out, it's like I want to go back and watch the old ones. Oh, for sure. And. I just think back to like the time when I was a kid and I had the original, uh, you know, the, the first three films or the, in the chronological, yes. Empire a new hope. Strikes, a new, no, yeah, well, no, yeah. was it star Wars or was it a new hope? Well, it's, we'll just go. It's a new hope. Then empire strikes back. Well, Cause at first it was star Wars right. before they yeah. knew. Yeah. So that's, that's where we'll, we'll start. And I had, uh, we, I watched the living hell out of return of the Jedi. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that like so for me like Return of the Jedi is my favorite of the films. Now it's not because it's the best film in that in any of the Star Wars canon. Like it's it's not. Um, it's the one I watched the most because sure. specifically because of Endor being awesome. Endor's pretty cool. Endor's badass. And they're a little uh, little. Uh, well, yeah, you gotta have an Ewok. Yeah. And why wouldn't you? Like Ewoks are badass. Um, I mean there was. There was no reason that, like, as a kid watching that for the 444th straight time in a row, um, I never, uh, I never got tired of seeing Ewoks. And the the last battle is fucking awesome. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I watched most of the Star Wars movies for the epic, you know, for the epic battles. So, like, sure, absolutely. I mean, obviously, Empire Strikes Back, awesome. But once you get outside of you know the the opening battle sequence, you know, on Hoth, like, which is clearly one of the best things and a lot of people feel empire strikes back is the best film out of the entire um series uh but honestly i don't want to watch luke running around uh the swamps of dagobah to uh you know train or anything like that sure. with, with yoda like i mean yes important to the story but you know nine-year-old steve doesn't give a shit like he wants yeah, nine-year-old to see, steve wants to see shit blow up yeah lasers exactly and lightsabers so yeah. that's uh that's where i'm standing what say you it's interesting like and here's the part that's I don't disagree with anything you said. Sure. Um, I think that everybody has their own kind of like association into it. I remember, I remember it took me a long time to take an understanding, come to grips with the fact that, Oh, this is the fourth. This is episode four, five and six. 
well, what happened in one, two, and three? Mm-hmm. And so, like, as a kid, I didn't really understand that. Right. And so I'm like, well, why am I watching the fifth one? And why is the fifth one here? Like, what am I missing here? And so I remember the the one, two, and three came out starting, like, element or not elementary school, like, Middle school, high school to yeah. um, middle school, high school, high school. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it was interesting. And I was like, okay, I the first one I hated. The first so episode that was, one. Uh, what was the Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, I uh, forgot the title Anakin of it. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. There you go. Yeah, the Clone Wars was good. And then the, the second one I liked. A lot of people hate the second one. And a lot of people hate the third one a lot. What is it? Attack of the Clones. Uh, I, I don't remember the well. Regardless, yeah. it's like one of them that everybody hates. There's the one where Yoda's a little badass, jumping around and doing the ninja stuff. I loved, um, but for me, one of the, like some of the big stuff that I can think of a lot with this is um, Empire Strikes Back was one of my favorite movies of all time. So uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think the narrative arc is there. I enjoyed it. I. Return of the Jedi is great because the beginning with Jabba the Hutt, uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty freaking amazing. But um, Revenge the, of the Sith was the the last one. Revenge yeah. of the Sith, which yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily the worst movie or anything like that, but the acting is uh, it gets a little painful with uh, Hayden Christensen and stuff. I mean, and and a lot of the uh, uh, emotional scenes are. Fairly contrived. Right, but, right. But that's neither here nor there. Go back to what you were saying. Yeah, and so, like, some of the stuff that I remember, like, for me, my Star Wars thing is, like, I came from the book side of things, too. Um, It was really, like, the books, like the X-Wing books. You remember the paperback mm-hmm. series? Like, those ones I loved a lot. Um, I thought, like, A New Hope was great. Um, Yeah, it all comes down to, like... That Hoth scene is amazing at the beginning of like the start. I remember the N64 game that they had where pod you Pod racing? Uh no. Well, I don't know. It was in the pod racing. It was like the Star Wars one um that you had like you got to take in what what was it? Like you were in the A Wing and then you had to take down the ATATs. Oh, okay. By dropping the cords and yeah, yeah. on their feet and stuff like that. I remember for me, a lot of Star Wars came from the merchandising around it. Like <laughs> like they made three movies and then it was like this mega mega merchandising space. Yeah, I mean, right? with it being Disney now, is it's getting even worse. Yeah. But like, like what was like, I don't know. Like, at first there was a generation. Like for me, I remember when going to see the remastered one. Yes, in theater. Like, I and did. that yeah. was like yeah, yeah. It was that huge. to me was a huge thing because it's like my dad made us watch. Not made us watch. We had the opportunity to watch these movies early on. Like the full on like new hope empire strikes back and then return of the jedi and then oh we get to see him in the big screen and like fully understand what that and then get tons of you know 14 minutes of totally useless footage that they edited out yeah absolutely (laughs) but still like what was your like what are like do you like the movies now because it's a whole it's a whole enterprise with you know it sold for what two billion dollars for just the end the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, I mean, I've always it's it's always been the movies for me. Um, but the associated uh merchandise is a it's not a bad thing. I re- I got a business. I got a Stormtrooper blaster from Toys R Us. Uh I was a big fan of that. <sighs> um I mean, obviously there I mean there's I think I have more Star Wars stuff now 
as an adult than I did when I was that age, uh, just because just out of novelty, like just like sure. like literally on Sunday I bought a Chewbacca mug because. I thought you were gonna say like a Chewbacca like real life. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's I, not movie quality. Yeah. It's fine, like a mask. Uh. Yeah, no, I bought a I bought a Chewbacca mug because I have a Darth Vader one, and then I have a um, Kylo Ren one as well. So I got this. I was like, well, shit, it's nine dollars and twenty five cents with a plus a five percent Target discount. Heck yeah! So yeah, I'm gonna buy this for sure. And it came with a packet of cocoa in it. What's not <laughs> well, to love? <laughs> Like pre-made cocoa, or no, is it no, like a packet of cocoa? You have okay. to you have to make the hot chocolate. Okay, I was like, I didn't know if somebody had like stolen some like Swiss Miss from another part of the aisle <laughs> and just and stuffed just it in stuffed there. It. Like they're making their own like stocking stuffers. It's like <laughs> new business idea though. That's freaking great. Um, yeah, like I think that there's for me the movies are definitely there's a lot of characters involved. Like. And there's a lot of fringe characters that, mm-hmm. like, the tons, world, like, you don't tons. even have to know half of them. Like, no, it's not. But that's part of the, like, I think one of the things that captures so many people in the series is, like, you don't have to necessarily memorize everyone's name or, have, like, know the whole backstory behind it. It's, like, in order to connect with what's going on. It, for sure, for it, sure. It makes it uh, very accessible to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about droids. Okay. Are you pro or cons on droids? Um, I w- I think droid. I mean, I think we're in a state of uh, acceptance in the uh, in the world where droids could be accept. You know, very helpful to my daily life. So yeah, if I had if I had like an R two D two that would help me out, I'd be pretty pumped about that. Well, so which droid would be your spirit animal? Like, which one best embodies your soul? R two D two. R two D two. God, fucking C three PO would drive me nuts. What's the new one? The Oh, you, the the vir- one that rolls virtually. around. Oh, um, what's it? B. It's like BD or something like that. BD, yeah. Yes, I forgot what the hell they call the damn thing. He's he's not bad. It's not bad, but I'll tell you what. Like if I had C three PO chasing me around, I would. Oh, yeah. C three PO would get a uh, we would get a club to the head. C three PO walks like he's had some bad Mexican food, <laughs> and he's just got to get to where he needs to go <laughs> before some sort of like. Uh, he needs to find the re- the lavatory on Endor <laughs> before uh, before the rebel forces come. And he definitely is not comfortable with taking a dump in the woods. <laughs> right. He's just like, it rusts, you know? Because yeah. he's aluminum, I think, right? Or is he more like gold? Uh, well, he's gold, but I don't know. But I mean, it, it, could, I don't, be like it could be painted yeah, gold. Yeah, for sure. gold. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, I, I won't vouch, stand, say that I know exactly his... Uh, you know, his origin. His... his composition but uh yeah c3po would drive me nuts at least r2 knows when to shut up and at worst <laughs> it, and at worst if he's got something to say he's just gonna make a bunch of stupid beeps which yeah. i can ignore beeps but if i got someone yapping in my ear i'm gonna yeah i'm not gonna be happy with it. i think i like r2 because you know this is gonna sound really weird how can a droid that doesn't talk have sarcasm but like he the character actually has sarcasm yes like, it's like and that's great writing in terms of like dialogue for someone with beeps and stuff like that. Like I don't know, that's my perspective. Well, and so I think one of the like one of the first things I remember like legitimately like straight up laughing out loud like not controlling myself laughing 
was watching R2 get blasted by the Jawas. And <laughs> yeah. And he just conks straight over after because he you know he gets shot with like the phaser type yeah. thing that you know like electrocutes Bonk. him. He just conks over. Yeah. That shit made me lose it when I was a kid. Oh man, Jawas are scary. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But I think like Ewoks are just hair- less hairy Jawas on a desert All right. planet. Well let's talk Ewoks because I I mean I've got that down here on the pad because that is the like not e runs. So I have it basically just Come on, as the nothing? premise. Ewoks, e runs. <laughs> no, I'm not giving you credit for that. Damn it. Uh, I have this basically just lined out as Ewoks or Tauntauns. If I gotta have a companion, what am I gonna go with? And it's a no brainer for me that it's an Ewok because not only are they cute and cuddly, but they're fucking killers. Yeah. I mean I, I, a Tauntaun's cool. Um, you know, it's like a horse. Yeah, I can get around on it's it. A, it's a horse with horns. You I'm not gonna. Smelled... I'm not gonna uh, cut its guts out and use it as a sleeping bag. You thought they smelled um, bad on the outside, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if I like, would you like? I could see my life where I have an Ewok hanging out with me every day, and like just just chilling. It's like, oh, Ewok. Like I can picture sitting. In my apartment, like, hey, I'm just putzing around the internet, and then my Ewok comes into the room and is just like, hey, what's going on, man? Like, it's just like pops a, open a beer. It's just like a. <laughs> so you want to just be like Ted? You yeah. just want to have Ted? Well, I don't want Ted because Seth MacFarlane sucks, but I want no, no, uh, no. you just have Ted. Like you don't. No, have I don't want. I don't want anything that goes with it. I want an Ewok because I don't want him to speak English either. I just want him to motion, point a stick, like jab me if he needs, <laughs> you know, he needs something. Like that's what I want. I don't want him to, you know, do anything different than what he's been portrayed as on the screen. Yeah, I don't know. Ewoks to me like so Ewoks Ewoks are Tauntaun. Tauntauns got killed. Like and there's only the one famous one. And so like that's a utilitarian thing. It's a horse. It's like Yeah, a but weird... a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people love their horses. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Would yeah. you? Would you bet on Tauntaun races? No, because they're a white horse. <laughs> <laughs> Probably it's, have uh, Kentosormo on. If you're it. if you're on a different galaxy, though, do any of those rules still apply? I haven't been to a different galaxy yet. <laughs> we're have to... This is just a meta <laughs> meta decision that we're talking about right now. I don't know if I can take. Yeah, Kentosormo is totally going to be riding that thing, and he's going to win every time you bet against. If him. there's a horse named Tauntaun, oh god. <laughs> You know, a well, horse you, named Ewok. You own part of a horse, so you could probably pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> Forever Royal hashtag <laughs> Tauntaun, like just <laughs> randomly. Uh, that's crazy. I don't know. Like for me, it's I, I love the Ewoks. I'm trying to think of any other cute and cuddlies in times in the Star Wars realm. Jawas, no, they're scary. They're not cute and cuddly, but they are funny. I think they're cute and cuddly. They're a little gruff, too. Yeah, they, they do have a bit of an attitude. Yeah. But they're resourceful. Yeah. I think you just like the fact that they have tree houses. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I always wanted a tree house when I was a kid. Yeah. You could just be a little furry bear. <laughs> well, let's just not talk about that. <laughs> I'm just going to revert my life and, <laughs> and just become an Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, I, think they have, I think they have conventions for those uh, for people <laughs> who want to do that. <laughs> What's your LinkedIn profile say now? Ewok. <laughs> 100%. Oh god, that's too funny. Yeah, so the conventions. I I don't I don't even want to touch that with a ten foot <laughs> ten foot with pole. a ten foot Ewok stick. <laughs> yeah, a ten foot Ewok stick. Um Um Yeah, like I don't know. So like you're th- saying the Ewoks and stuff, and it, the Ewoks and obviously their uh pivotal part in the Yeah, and defeating the you know, the Imperials. Yeah, and like that takes me to the whole like Star Wars battlefront, like the battle thing and the games themselves. Yeah. And it's like what say you about that 
franchise? Like, because I know that over the years there's been a lot of Star Wars video games out. Sure. Some good, some bad, some really highly touted, some really shitty ones. Like, tell me what your thoughts are about some of those. Like, because I remember there was like an Ewok scene. Like, you're in the forest, mm-hmm. in I don't think it was actual Ewoks, but you're in that like Rebel base uh, on Endor in the last game. What were your thoughts about that? Yeah, I'm a big fan of. Battlefront. However, I'm not as big a fan of the newer iterations of Battlefront as I was the ones that were on PlayStation. PlayStation <laughs> 2, yeah, I should say. Huge disappointment for these last yeah. two ones. Um, now, I've, I have not played the newest Battlefront, True, which but I've I got heard. A sour t- I got a sour taste because yeah, of the other one. Yeah, I've heard that the, the second one is pretty fun. Um, the first one was not good. And uh, because it took out all of the elements that were in the first ones that were on on the you know the previous generation consoles, I just liked the concept of having these massive battles where you could go around and be you know you you have your classes of whatever soldier you're going to be and you go through and there's a finite number of enemies you kill the enemies the you know the battle's over, um so that was that was always fun to me the single player element of it whereas now it's you know just all um, everything's so focused on online gaming, yeah, which exactly. is not uh, not my favorite. So I'm not I'm not opposed to it, but it's for that like the experience for me is like just going back to back to what it was. And I'm not saying that things shouldn't advance, but uh, I was hoping for more opportunities in the first of the remade version, and I was sorely disappointed. Yeah, I agree. Like, there were very cool elements to it. The graphics were amazing, yeah. and it was a modern game. And I'm like, man, I. I bought it straight, and I bought a hook, line, and sinker, which is exactly what they were trying to do. Anybody that was looking for a modern Star Wars game like that was watching it for two and a half years in development yeah. was like, oh, I'm buying this. And I remember I played it for a week, and yeah. I'm just and like, I don't enjoy this. Well, like, we talked about it for months going up. We're like, yeah, we're going to buy it. Like, I got my, my brother and like his buddies like, well, I'll play it online. It'll be a really good time that we played it. It's like... <sighs> this isn't that great right and then you had like the lightsaber stuff i remember my brother played a star wars game a couple years ago where it was like a it was an rpg kind of thing and you had like i'll have to figure out i can't remember i'm blanking on the name right now but like you got darth vader and you could actually control him in the in the game like and it was like a first or a third person and it was an adventure game mm-hmm. and the whole thing was like you would control the players outside there which is a very different concept I remember there was like Dark Forces. Remember that the piece, like the original PC right. game, which was shooters and all that. There was always the flying games. It seemed like there was with Star Wars. There was you know they did a great job creating this universe around, um, this universe and this uh, multi-dimensional place where they could take and have all these different battles. They had these flight battles. Mm-hmm. They had these land battles. They had all these different things, and it's like okay. What do you think about that? Like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I like the, uh, I mean, I'm, I think that they did, like you said, they did a good job, like, developing, especially the worlds, because they're just, they did such a good job, like, portraying different elements of, like, the various galaxies and things like that. But uh, I think where they never executed, like, a game to perfection out of any of, like, the varying franchises, um, the... And whether that's because uh, I don't think it's necessarily because of the content of the game or anything like that. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of like the structure of the gameplay. Like in the new, the new Battlefront, like they are saying, well, a lot of the they caught a ton of flack because they basically made it pay to win, 
Roland, right, and they right. they disabled all the microtransactions and all that stuff. So that's out of the mix. But uh, they they've just done a lot of things, just like not quite hundred percent. Like it, they've always been like entertaining, but it hasn't quite gone to that level where it's like this is a game I will continue to play and enjoy. You know, for just solely on its merits. Um, yeah, so it's a little disappointing because with a franchise like that powerful, you think like someone can do one perfectly, but I think maybe that, that leads to higher expectations to begin with, with it being a star Wars game. Maybe you go in with such high expectations that you can't possibly be totally satisfied with the product that gets put out. Yeah. And I think the interesting part about it is there's like so many different, uh, people that want different things. And I, the one, I, the game that I was thinking about was the star Wars force unleashed. Mm-hmm. Like where it was more of like that adventure, yes, stuff like that. Yeah, I, and again, like I'm not not entertained by a lot of these games. Like I can I can always find some redeeming quality where it's like I have something to enjoy in it, but it's like a I not a I I haven't found one yet where I've been like this is absolutely perfect. Like the closest it got was the first set of the Battlefronts, and now it's you know. It's there, and I'll probably buy it, but I'll wait till it goes on sale kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the interesting parts that I can think of, just in like the Star Wars realm, just like Star Wars is movies, and then they've branched off into live-action TV sh- or cartoon TV yep. shows. And Clone some, Wars. They've done a bunch of different things with that. One of the things that always you, you see, and I don't understand, but like it's like people have strong opinions of like, I don't like Star Wars. I like Star Trek. I don't like Star Wars. I like Battlestar Galactica. And I don't. What say you? Like, I personally will go on record saying I'm not a huge Star Trek or Battlestar fan. Yeah. I just never got into them because I never needed to because I felt like this universe was so expansive and satiated, like multiple modals of multiple mediums of entertainment value. Like, I could read about it. I could take and see, like, the art around it. I could take and see all these different things. What about you? Like, because I know, I, like, the thing with Star Trek, it was all TV, like, a lot of TV I based. I tried to like Star Trek. I did. And I just couldn't. Yeah. I just didn't get into it uh, for whatever reason. I mean, it's fine. Uh, and, like, I, I won't disparage it. I just, it's not for me. Some um, of the movies, the more recent movies, are entertaining, and I'd go see them, but, like, I don't understand enough of it, like... Yeah. That's because it's, like, okay, it's an action movie, and there's nothing else out. Um, But then Battlestar, that's another one where I didn't really watch. Not, I don't have anything against it, but I literally... I have way less of a even baseline to sure. go off of. Like, it's just not where I've chosen to spend my time. So, I don't... I don't want to disparage it because I I know a lot of people really do enjoy it, um, but uh, it's not it's it's not high on my priority. Okay, list, we'll okay, okay. I got one that's a that's a left field question for you here, and this one might take you back for a second. So I'm gonna give you a second to think about it. Get get your thinking cap on. Okay, are okay. you ready? Yep. Would you rather have as your trusty sidekick Chewbacca or Barf? <laughs> Uh, barf because he's half man, half dog. He's his own <laughs> he's best, best friend. friend. He's self reliant, <laughs> right? Let's talk about the satire that goes around with this genre too. I mean, like that is one hundred percent Mel Brooks uh, at its finest. Uh, you know, in Spaceballs, mm-hmm. being one hundred percent satirical knockoff of the movies there, and it like 
it does it plays very well like let's jam them and they throw like the grape jelly yeah. at the merchandising <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh i i enjoy that uh element of it um i mean it's hard for me to not like a mel brooks anything um so the the sheriff is coming <laughs> well yeah um but uh, then they have a uh a pretty a pretty strong pile to to build off of just because of some of it's it's science fiction so it's by nature somewhat absurd mm-hmm. so you have like all these concepts that are easily mocked so it's not like it doesn't take super you know witty comedy writing to land a uh, to you know to to land your punches when you're talking about uh, you know science fiction like spaceballs it's like okay we could just go with the totally totally bottom barrel you know toilet humor and it generally works it worked very well yeah. very well like Spaceballs was one of my favorite movies of all time it's a it's a good one um so one other uh thing that i have uh for you patrick um it has to do lay with, it on uh, me <laughs> i'm ready well so we we Maybe talk I'm about not. we talk about some things that get mocked um you know with with Spaceballs and whatever i'm curious because a consistent thing that I've I've always seen is that, uh, you know, in action movies in general, the henchmen are usually very inept. I mean, you have that mocked very openly in Austin Powers. For sure, for sure. The other, just generally, henchmen are useless, uh, whether it be James Bond movie, whether it's science fiction, whatever the case may be. So stormtroopers, you, you have to assume that they get some sort of training, right? And... You know, because they they march in formation, like they they've got they they've got some discipline, but the motherfuckers can't shoot. It's like what is going like? Do does the stormtrooper training regimen not include marksmanship? It might not. Like, but you have a class of stormtroopers that are snipers too, which you'd, you'd think that would be able to shoot stuff. Yeah, but a, no one can hit the broadside of a barn though. So the question that I have is, I've never seen the inside of a stormtrooper mask one hundred percent. Right? Can they see? Can at they all? see? First <laughs> off, or are they attempting to use the force? And this is what they're trying. Like they are shooting, they're aiming the best of their ability, but they just can't see yeah. shit. <laughs> they're you know the blind you know? leading the blind into well, battle. Shit, when Luke was shooting womp rats uh, back yeah. on. Like oh, like when he was doing the fucking uh the to shoot the thing down the air duct. <laughs> yeah, that, that you know thing. he pulls the visor down and right. tries to use the force to do it. So it doesn't go without saying that that might be the case for these guys, but they're just like so inept in the force, like they're returning the force. Like <laughs> the guys right in front of them, they shoot up like <laughs> to kind of give them a warning shot. Maybe I mean maybe we're pondering a more existential thing. Is the force all encompassing whereby uh it's impacting their judgments at all at all points in time? Would you rather have a blaster or a lightsaber? Oh, a lightsaber for sure. Really? Hell yes. Really? Yes. If you could actually shoot a blaster with accuracy. A bla- a lot of people can get a blaster. Okay, not not many people get the lightsabers. Right, but my point with that is if you do you trust yourself in close hand-to-hand combat to be able to not die. Well, I guess if you're going to get stormtroopers, you'd have nothing yeah, you, to really you worry, don't have about. to worry about. Right? But <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, bring it on. So I would it's not because it's the more effective combat weapon. It's because it's cool. Yeah. What about a lightsaber that's got double heads? 
double sides. Yes. What color lightsaber would you do? I think I go with classic blue. Okay. I like that blue. How about you? Sea breeze. Like sea breeze. Turquoise. Turquoise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's a fair one. Maybe a Not lavender. Red. Not red though. Red is anger. Yeah. I love red the color. It's one of my favorite colors. Um but all the all the bad guys have red. Do something fucking weird like uh tie dye. <laughs> Like, dude, love tie dye. You can mod out your lightsaber. There's got to be a market for it. Yeah, murdered out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That but, would be that would be wild. Yeah, <laughs> interesting, interesting. If you had to say, if you had to be struck with a lightsaber, which body part would you like to have chopped off? Because, mm. mm. and how do you think it's gonna feel? Like, it's gonna hurt, but the whole notion of it is, it's gonna take and go fast, right? You would think that, like. Like Luke lost I mean, his why hand. Can't, why can't that thing just cauterize while it while it cuts? Like it yeah. just do do one job. It sucks and it cuts. Do, do it all. <laughs> yeah. Do it all at once, rather. Right. Um, I I mean that's you've never tough. thought about that. I w- that's a tough decision. I'd probably go I'd hand say, because uh, yeah. you can clearly replace the hand. You can clearly replace it. You can replace a foot. Yeah. Head would be difficult. Head's gonna be a challenge. Other parts of uh, said body would suck. I'd probably take a pinky toe first. Yeah, because it seems like as long as it's an appendage, you're gonna be okay. Like you're you're gonna get put back together. But if you get the Ben Kenobi treatment, it goes right through the middle. There, there's no help in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thoughts about carbonite? <laughs> it's a. Are it's you a, a fan? Amazing, it's an amazing mineral, <laughs> right? Are you pro or con of carbonite? <laughs> uh, I mean. It it certainly has its uses, right? Right. Um, I mean, if I was a uh, a gangster, a gangster lord of some sort that needed to uh, keep someone in check for a while, why not have a little bit of carbonite on hand? Yeah, turn him into a domino. <laughs> now, so when you play chess, do you always let the Wookiee win? I haven't played. I haven't played against a Wookiee. I probably would though, because. It, Pretty imposing figure. Tear your arms and they, off. They don't. They don't take kindly to uh, you know those to losing. They're they're a little competitive, it seems. Uh, so yeah, I would I would probably allow it to win, uh, even though it's probably not the most uh, intellectual creature that is uh, roaming the galaxy. I don't know. They're part of the Rebel Alliance. No, they're not. I'm not saying they're dumb. They're I'm part just of they have they're seats not, in Senate. Like, they're not genius. There's a Wookiee planet. What was that? Like? Well, I mean, if we're gonna be real about people getting Senate seats, I mean. We don't have to go too far. In the to Imperial <laughs> Senate. Let's just keep it where we're keeping it. So I don't know. So right now that one of the things that we're we're, we're getting excited and the reasons we decided to do this uh, topic here is because of The Last Jedi coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been bestowed upon us a couple of movies that have come out recently in the past few years that are Star Wars that um, are really interesting. So let's say uh, the current narrative you know the current story there are extensions of that but then some that are kind of like like mid-universe or alter-universe stories that aren't the main the main characters and stuff Mm -hmm. uh what are your thoughts like what do you like which ones have you enjoyed um of like the force awakens rogue one are you looking forward to this last jedi yeah for sure like are you looking forward to the fact that like you know like they did for uh, Robert Zemeckis did for Castaway, they basically <laughs> put Luke uh, Mark Hamill on a, on a, on a island, island in Cannon <laughs> Beach outside of Portland, <laughs> and just had him do some kung fu and tai chi out there. Um, I'm a I was a mm-hmm. fan of um, Rogue One a lot, right? Because I've always wanted to s- to know what happened there. 
uh, with that missing piece of the storyline. So sure. it kind of linked things up, um, which I enjoyed. Uh, the Force Awakens was entertaining, uh, but not my favorite movie or anything. It was it was just it was good, but it wasn't. Uh, you know, it's just one of those ones that you kind of lump in. I, I mean, I thought it was better. Lens flare. I thought it was better than some of the prequel. Uh, you know, from the for know, sure, for sure. When you're talking it chron- chronologically, the first, you know, the first, second, and third. Um, but it's not necessarily like a crown achievement. I mean, it's it the premise is essentially the same as a New Hope. Um, but it's good to restack the restack the story. Um, so yeah, I, I'm actually looking forward to this one because I think this this movie at least has potential to advance things and be more intriguing than the others. You know, I wish I could say the same thing. But I know, um, not I know, not I know. I have a strong feeling that a lot of it is going to be Empire Strikes Back. A lot of it is going to be like the second can, like the second major movie is the Discovery movie. It's going to be long. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it, two hours and thirty minutes or something yeah. like that? So a lot of it's going to be like the discussion of like trying to like you don't bring Luke back and find him after this, like. Clearly, you know, Han Solo was the father of fate. Like, you've had this Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, you've had the same. Like, right. There's very similar themes for it. I think that you're going to see a lot of those similar themes again. However, um, I think it'll be interesting. Like, I know that those themes are going to be there because they teased it in the other one. And you knew that going into it. But I'm curious, like, what else? Okay, yeah, you could take a do that for an hour and have it be like Empire Strikes Back. But then you still got an hour and 30 minutes of, like, what dialogue. How are you going to move this sure. forward? And so yeah. it'll be interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a valid point. Um, wouldn't you, would you just, uh, like, if you're, if you're not pleased with your viewing experience, are you just going to mind trick or force choke someone to give you your money back? Yep. Yeah. Which one? These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> You want to be psychological about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Obi-Wan Kenobi in that is one of the best. Let him go. Yeah. <laughs> like, because like, like, you can force choke, but someone could actually be choking and you think you're force choking them, but it's but like, you just... should give him the Heimlich, but it's like, <laughs> nah. do you remember that like Volkswagen ad? We're not sponsored by them, but remember the cu- at Super Bowl ad a couple years ago where the kid was Darth Vader and he's like, you. oh God, it was great. You should watch it. There's like a little kid. He's pretending to be Darth Vader, and he thinks he has the Force, and it's Volkswagen's ad for like their remotes keyless start. Okay, and so he's out there doing the Force to the car. <laughs> the car starts up, and the kid's like, "Whoa, this is the greatest!" <laughs> this is, I think, when not Rogue One, but the Force Awakens came out. Uh, it's really good. Like, yeah, I think I would take and do the mind trick, but I don't know. Like, what would you think? Like, do you think you what would you use your Jedi Force for good or for bad? That's a very good question. Or for marginal. Um, little column A, little column B? Yeah, I think I think you'd have to be. I mean, do you want to live in the real world or do you want to live in, you know, idealistic, uh, you know, you're either good or evil? I mean, everyone's going to, I mean, if I've got the opportunity to, you know, make a, make a, you know, a nice mind trick on someone and, uh, you know, maybe shave a few hundred bucks off of my, uh, you know, the deal for my next speeder bike or something like that, I might, I might make that work. That doesn't. I mean, yeah, it's that's a bad thing to do. But I'm also not gonna go build a goddamn gargantuan satellite and blow up planets with it. So, um, that's why we have a podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's a. Uh, I'm special. I mean, if and let's be real, if I'm gonna build one, I'm not gonna build one with the dumbest fucking flaw that you could ever possibly have. 
Like, Especially oh. the size that's Womp Rats. Like, <laughs> yeah. you expose yourself to this one person who happens to be your son, you know. I mean, come on. It's, it's like, just, all right. It's like they fucking wrote. Oh, what? They, they did write that. Yeah. What, <laughs> uh, what, what engineer came up with that idea? I mean, obviously, we, we find out. But it's like in in reality, in in, in uh, you know totally you know in the normal thing. In, in, they the, told in the, the normal literally, we of, find out right yes. now. We're watching it right <laughs> now on Rogue One. It's on the TV. But uh, it's like, oh yeah, uh, I'm just gonna build in this flaw that blows the whole thing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, I understand. It's it's done with good intention. Um, but uh, yes, just no. That would ne- like no inspector like is gonna be like, oh, this is very minor. Like. No, they're going to fucking patch that thing up, and then they're going to move on with their day, and they're going to go back to blowing up planets. Yeah, they're going to duct tape that thing. It's <laughs> just not going to be like, if they put enough infrastructure in there, how's it going to pass the code review for that? And don't you think who's in all- charge of the code review for the I don't Death know. Star? I don't know. The guy who's in this movie right here. <laughs> not him, not this guy, but the guy. This is great radio. Yeah, the guy who's uh, Le Chief in Casino Royale. <laughs> Le Chief's all over it. Yeah, James Bond references like that. Um, Half a dozen people <laughs> might understand what we're talking about. Um. Yeah, I mean, so so th- speaking of that flaw, though, uh, what what would you go with, an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter? I would have to say X-wing. Really? Um, yeah. I'm so far on the opposite side of things. But go, go ahead. No. So Tie fighters are more agile and quicker. Yes. Um, and they're done for that. And make cooler sounds when they shoot. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's an exposure with them too. I think, to me, the F, uh, the X-wing, is a agile. It's more like an F-18. If we're going to equate it to, like, modern-day aircrafts and stuff like that. What would you well, call like a TIE I, fighter? I would call a TIE fighter. Um, I don't know. Like, it just, like, it puts exposure to it, I think, in terms of, like, the way that the wings are straight up. Sure. You have more surface area that you can get taken down with. Um, I don't but know. when you have an X-wing, which opens up, then you have... It's like an theory, F-14 you, where you, you have the articulation. But you have more more spots to aim it, or I should say you have more margin for error. Yeah. It sounds like you're telling me that it's a trap. I'm not... It's not a trap. It's not a trap. Also, the, did you ever... Like, I mean, the role of the droid on the X-Wing has always interested me. It's navigation. It's navigation. I mean, it's... Fixing stuff. Yeah, fixing stuff. I mean, that's a that's a cool a cool sidekick to have. But they can't move. It's like a butler. It's like, it's like what like happens? It, what happens? They blast the nose of that thing. Like R two's not can't you know scoot his ass over there to go fix it. Like you're pretty he much. He does up a hot fix feet. through the software and fixes it. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> yeah. Pack level four. H four X. You know. The, yes, that is a uh, okay. I'll, I'll give. I will give credit to the X wing there because it does have a good. It does have a good companion. Right. Um. And the but and then but do you have to wear the goofy helmet if you fly the X wing like I think the, so? Yeah, is that is that standard like standard? Issue. Yeah. Now, but do you think you can literally do the Kessel Run in five parsecs? No, not a chance. What do you think? How many parsecs do you think you can do? Forty-four parsecs. Really, yeah. really. I don't have that kind of speed. Yeah, even in your it's Chevy never been part of my it, game. Even in the Chevy Cruise. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna work for me. Yeah, I mean, it's like that's a brash, bold move to jump to hyperspace through an asteroid field. 
I mean, sometimes when shit needs to get done, it needs to get done. You, you know, you you weigh the risk reward, and uh, sometimes you wind up in the middle of an asteroid field. I guess. Right, right, right. Uh, Would you ever take orders from a crustacean? Well, I mean, I know where you're going with this. Um, so yes, I would, especially one that is as influential and as uh, as strong of a uh, record as Admiral Akbar does. What is the one from Futurama? Oh, the uh, the Squidbird. Yeah, whatever yeah. the hell he's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know. I trust Squidward a little bit more than I it's trust. It's not Admiral. Squidward. Squidward is from from SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, I don't know what the fuck his name is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yes, I know where you're going with it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'd rather like I don't know if the crustacean would be one. What if you have a shellfish allergy? Can you take and be in the same room? I mean, with... I don't know if he's technically a shellfish. I think he's an amphibian. An amphibian? He's a squid. No, he's like, all right. Well, I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna te- verify well, this. Well, because but... he's out of water, so does he have to go? Does he have to go to like a hot tub? So if Admiral does he just a- soak? Does <laughs> yeah, Admiral Akbar like need to go back into water every so often? I mean, I think he he feels good about being in the water, but let's see. Uh, he has obviously has salmon colored skin, high domed head. Uh, do, 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 do. I I think he's he's borderline between like a fish and amphibian. Okay. So how do they? So is he a flying fish then? Well, yeah, he's in a goddamn spaceship. Yeah, bet your ass he's a flying fish. He'll he'll jump up in Mario and and bite you if yeah, you. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm thinking. Yeah. He'll take like he'll so <laughs> many references of weirdness right now. It's awesome. I'm loving everything about this. <laughs> do you th- so do you remember a couple of years ago, uh, ESPN had the, what is it? It's like uh, the We Are Fans, We Are Sports Center kind of yeah. ads. And they talked about how like Ole Miss was trying to like change their mascot to yes. the Rebels. Yes. And they wanted to be the fighting Admiral yep. Akbar's. Like <laughs> yep. That to me is the best thing ever. People like... No, we're not going to be a squid face fish, man. Because like, uh, they just didn't get it. And I'm yeah. like, that is the most perfect thing anybody could be ever. Period. End of sentence. In uh, rock band, my brother's band, and my, I would play with him, and we were Admiral Akbar and the Star Destroyers. Nice. Because, of course, you attack the Star Destroyers directly. Exactly. Um, Jim yeah. Jet and the Butt Chuggers. Do you think that. Do you think that Admiral Akbar is a brilliant strategist? I mean, he knows when traps are set. He knows the best time to attack star destroyers. Um, dude helped invent he the aware, B-Wing. He can he can ar- clear, clearly articulate that a trap has been set. Yes. I don't know if he knows when they're No, he set. identifies it. Yeah. I mean, it's so, a trap. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, you're a offensive lineman. So, when you when you were making line calls, where did you ever Possibly, when you needed to do a trap block, did you ever make a call where you said it's a trap? I wish I did now. (laughs) I wish I did every single time I was blocking down. What the fuck is going on with this guy? He just keeps yelling, it's a trap. And then he comes and smacks me and hits him. That is the greatest. If I ever coach Pee Wee football, I will definitely tell them that they have to do that. (laughs) Why not? I mean, like, that is the. I need to take and think process that for like five seconds here. <laughs> I mean, you it's it's a natural segue. I mean, it's gonna teach the kids and if they don't understand it, then it just gives you an excuse to watch Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. You know, they say that in football you have to watch lots of film. Yeah. They don't say what <laughs> film you do have exactly. to watch or should watch. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's I never <laughs> thought about that. Coach, you told us you were going to teach us about blocking. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See these little Ewoks? <laughs> you take a jab, giant stick, and jab stormtroopers. So speaking of Ewoks, going back to the battle on uh, on Endor, um, well, this this encompasses multiple planets, but so ATSTs are the uh, the big thing on Endor. Uh, then you have the the ATATs, which are huge on Hoth. Oh, which, the walkers. Yeah, the walkers, exactly. What do you rather have? Because and and for me, you give me give me the at at because let's be real, the they're not getting taken down by a bunch of fucking teddy bears with logs hanging from trees. Like do you see those the Ewoks hang up the logs from the trees, smash the thing together, it blows up the goddamn ATST. Right. I think, from my perspective, it kind of like it's just like any tor- type of warfare, right? You have to take and have the correct class of sure. vehicle for your terrain, and so it makes sense that heavily wooded yeah. um, Endor, you can't take and bring these ATATs in there. But like an ice field in Hoth, fuck, dude, you just you, long range and stuff. Your only exposure is if you can get an A-wing close to your feet to tie you with a rope and pull you down. But other than that, you have the ability to, if you have a good shooter, which we know that they're shooting blind with, because there's a different class of AT-AT. Are they the Black Stormtroopers with the different Uh helmets? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Can they actually see, or they're wearing just like Ray-Ban sunglasses? Hard to say. They might be polarized, and then you have that weird tint when you're looking out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that could be a problem. Yeah. Like, see, I don't know. Like, we, we need to take and figure out more about this, like, the headgear. The weapon system design on the, uh, you know, the, the Imperial side of things probably could use some work. Yeah, and it's like, why is their reactor core for their laser look like a entrance to a parking garage? <laughs> uh, <it's laughs> you just... know, when they, like, power the weapon on? Yeah. It's just like, okay, there's this giant laser that goes down like What's up with the bar. guy's helmets that operate that, too? Yeah, the ones that are like the long oblong. It's like, like who, they were like who the, thought that this was this was intelligent, you know? They look like Lance Armstrong riding the Tour de France <laughs> yeah. down the mountains on like a speed trial. And why with, do they need a helmet? They're just pushing a lever. It's standard issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess everyone's got to have their thing. So but. would you be pro cape or po- pro or con having a cape be part of your uniform? Cape just gets in the way. Yeah, but if you're like Darth Vader, you can do everything you want using the Force. So you can just like move it away by your thoughts. You can, you can, but uh, I don't see where where's the benefit lie. I don't know. I'm I'm just asking. Is it just I, hey, I look like a badass. I've got a cape. Because fuck yeah. Outside of that, I mean, my attorney's got a cape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it lends itself. Hi, I'm Frank Costanza's attorney. <laughs> I don't think it lends itself any uh, major advantages. So my, I mean, qu- if it deflected like lasers and stuff, but again, he doesn't need it. He's got the force. Very interesting. The only time, so this is a weird observation. The only time food is involved in the Star Wars universe is when Yoda is feeding Luke. Not entirely true. They're eating their they're eating their cereal with the blue milk in uh, the beginning. Okay, okay, okay. So we see that, but what do you think? Like we know from other movies and other movies, like famous Navy movies, like Kelsey Grammer in Down Periscope. They have uh, a chef who rips ass and <laughs> does some stuff, but he's cooking for them. What do you think the stormtroopers eat? Like 
What do you like? You never see them like yeah. in the mess hall. You always see them at high alert. Like, what do they do? Like, do they have a rec room? Like, these ships are so big, but what do they do on them? Like, yeah, they it doesn't seem check? like they have any recreational activities to yeah. blow off steam. Like, how do they? Like, well, can they see? Like, what? Yeah. Like, is it? If you're stormtrooping, are you stormtrooping all the time? Like, is that part of your job? Because, like, like, rebelling... Once a jet, always a jet, I think. I mean, well, that's not true. I mean, it's been proven differently in uh, the film that we're watching right now. Right. No, no. I'm just saying, like, once you've enlisted as a stormtrooper, does that mean that, like... Like you don't get any free time, like you're in prison, kind of thing, and you, you have gotta, to. Do I stuff? mean, what's a you got to have some sort of perk? I mean, you think you think stormtrooper gets paid? I don't think it's like starship troopers where they are getting, which is another bad, great <laughs> sci-fi movie uh, with a uh, NPH in there, yep, yep. Uh, killing bugs. Yep. Um, I don't know, like, and if you're getting paid, what currency are you getting paid if you're going galactic? Yeah. Because uh, it's probably the Bitcoin. exchange rates have got to be, you know. Probably Bitcoin, right? Yeah. I mean, well, if we could. Vader coin? Yeah, it's got to be. Well, there's Imperial credits. That's probably Imperial credits. So, like, what do you think they do on, like, a Saturday night? Do they have, like, Stormtrooper wrestling matches, like WWS? <laughs> like, and then they just, like, just start beating the shit out of each other? Play like, dice games or something? Like, <laughs> Yeah, they got it. They got to have something. I just don't know. They just play a lot of Parcheesi and Canasta. <laughs> I don't know, like, because you got to think that it's got to be like That's edgy a, it's as a, fuck. It's right? very valid. I mean, you're you've got to find a way to to have recreation. Yeah, we don't know anything about stormtroopers as like how they enlist to become stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. We just know whether they're conscripted rather than enlisted right yeah are they created like what is this like we don't know anything I mean, we know a little bit of the creations but you know that's the doesn't tell the whole story right right the thing that's interesting is like how do we know like do, are they happy for it is this kind of like can you level up like what's the job advancement like do they yeah. get two weeks off to go to like <laughs> uh the booze cruise on uh tatooine and uh you know do they have training where they can, you know, then advance into a higher level of uh, stormtrooper. Because in this movie, they go to a place that's very tropical and stuff. Like, do they just like go down there and have uh, stormtrooper getaway weekends at uh, the archives? Yeah, I mean, it's it's entirely possible. And if a stormtrooper was going to the beach, would they wear a swimsuit or their stormtrooping suit? <laughs> I think I think they can at least go. What I think they'd rock helmet and okay. then casual clothes. So like it's like <laughs> <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, oh. trunks, Star Wars, uh, and then Star coconut Trooper bikini yeah. and a <laughs> stormtrooper <Storm> helmet. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, I like this is degrading into the conversation of like Iron Man. Is he wearing uh, underwear under there? <laughs> I stare. He's naked. He'll rust. Uh, <laughs> but like these are things that like we just take for granted. Like and granted, this could be because there's like. It's high tension. Everybody's anxious and has anxiety. They're not actually thinking about recreation. But, you know, sometimes they've got to take and go, you know, play around a golf. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's so serious in this movie. What if we just did, like, a weekend at Bernie's kind of, like, Stormtrooper or, like, a Caddyshack? <laughs> but fan fiction right here. <laughs> they go, like, it's Stormtrooper. It's like, it's like a Stormtrooper's retreat of, at Bushwood Country Club. <laughs> <laughs> like do they get pool day yep. for like for 15 minutes yep. or whatever and they yep. all crash the pool yeah exactly <laughs> yeah 
Uh, I mean, Lucas, are, if Disney, if you want to come, we we can take and write, start writing tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, we we're more than open. Yes. We, we, you know, we're we're able to uh, provide you to, with words on papers. <laughs> we'll even type them up. Yeah, if we have to. And if you need to see our off off Broadway play of La Cucina, <laughs> we can uh, we can attempt to fabricate that as well. <laughs> All right, Patrick. Do you have any other uh, final parting thoughts on uh, the wonderful world of Star Wars? I think I'm good. I'm just pretty excited for this. I think um, I'm excited for the movie. Uh, I think I'm just excited to be, you know, having that excuse to go back to the Blu-rays of the other ones, you know? Yeah, it's a a convenient excuse for that. Um, It's also fun to go back and kind of like catch things that you may have forgotten or missed. Yeah. Um, you know, from the, I mean, there's plenty of material to go, to go through. So, uh, and then you can always subject yourself to pain by watching like Hayden Christensen act. So yeah. Or you can make watch, me kill you. Or you can watch the young, uh, kid driving the, Oh yeah. Young Anakin yeah, driving yeah, yeah, the yeah. pod racers. And then, uh, I mean, what's the, I know a lot of people hate on the, uh, you know, the, the prequels, so to speak. Uh, but let's be honest. You have Liam Neeson in it. You got Samuel Jackson in it. There's and and uh, like Ewan McGregor's not bad as Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, you got there's some talent in there. Natalie in those Portman. Yeah, there's there's plenty to enjoy in those movies. I mean, I, if they could get Samuel Jackson to drop a motherfucker on on someone and like within there, if they could have written that in, I mean, that would have been. Uh, if they could have put a snake on some sort of X wing, <laughs> that would have been even better. <laughs> Snakes on an X wing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so there's at least some interesting things there. I mean, <laughs> Liam Neeson is... Could you imagine uh, if Liam Neeson used the force to find his daughter in France? That's what I'm saying. Like, think like, about these. There's mind, so Like, many. he could mind... Oh, it's like, I've got special... It makes so much more sense now. Republic special, credits will do fine. Yeah, like all the special skills that he's going to use to hunt those people down <laughs> and take in using the force to do that right they came out before yeah. it right I, I don't know but uh i mean the transformative properties will will yeah. bring the universes together There's transference it hasn't stopped us before it sure as hell not gonna stop us now yeah if we're gonna do like a caddyshack weekend <laughs> at bernie's star wars i think it's definitely within the realm of our creative possibilities yes it is well but patrick why don't you uh roll us out with us uh, in the last of the uh show bits and then uh we'll get this thing uh wrapped up yeah we'll get the kibbles and bits out here ladies <laughs> and gentlemen thank you for joining us again 38 episodes is nothing to you know judge hey you're terrific it's slouch. nothing for you walk to jabba jabba yeah, stick at yeah we're gonna jabba on out of here uh but before we do so please do us a huge favor if you haven't done so go to the facebook.com Slash oh this podcast we are on Twitter oh this podcast dot com we are there individually I always forget what our Twitters are but we, at p for r one and at Steve Hombaker see this is why Steve helps us you know he there it's not a trap you can go visit oh this podcast dot com <laughs> and if you do so and you're trying to go see this movie if you buy a gift certificate on the Fandango on our website it goes to support the show. If you're looking to do some, oh, we got a fish looking guy right now on TV. Um, if you're looking to uh, you know, support, do some holiday shopping, go click on that Amazon link up there. It goes to directly support the show. We're going to be wrapping up this, uh, this very exciting 2017 getting into mm-hmm. the, you know, the 20, 2018 here coming up soon with our, uh, holiday episode. We've got our holiday episode. I think we'll, we'll probably have 40, 40 episodes this year, 40 episodes, nothing, this to, year. nothing to get upset over. Yeah. Pretty exciting for Yeah, this, So we uh, gotta do, we gotta do the holiday special, which we've got some treats, uh, lined up for that. Some things and stuff, and then we've got a. We'll have the uh, you know the grease recording to be released. So yep. that's at forty. So we're at forty and possibly forty-one. 
So. Yes, and if you don't know about the Grease recording, please do us a favor, do a take back and go look it up. I think it's episode six, um, Guilty Conscience, Guilty Pleasures, <laughs> you know, Sex Lies and Ewoks, all that stuff. But <laughs> until next time, Steve, I'm Patrick. I'm Steve. Wait, hold on, let's try that again. Wait, I'm Steve. I'm Patrick. And we are out. <laughs>